Hello, my girls, my gays, my theys, and everybody in between. My little casita smells like green chili for some reason, and I don't know why. Because I don't have any green chili. That's the most New Mexican thing in the world, just coming home and your whole entire humble abode just smells like green chili. That's funny, but also concerning at the same time. Um, I don't know why I'm here talking. Um, I need a burp, excuse me. Bah. Um. I wanted to talk about dating, sex, all-encompassing things. Um, for what reason, I don't know. I just feel like I need to talk about it. Um, I... As a 20-year-old, oh, my God, I'm 21. Guys, sometimes I forget how old I am. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm 20. No, I'm 19. Psych, I'm literally about to be 22 in less than a month, which is weird to me. Um, but anyways, dating in your 20s is drastically different than dating when you're in high school. Um. But it's also so similar in so many different ways. There is not a coherent like thought or like direction in which I wanted to steer this conversation. So this is, I don't know what this is. All right, just buckle up. Maybe take a shot. Don't know. Don't, I, your guess is as good as mine. Um, but figuring out like what your dating goals are I think is really important and I feel like you really start to get into that in your 20s when you start to recognize like when you're going out on dates and you're like oh I found this characteristic about this person was really attractive whatever that might be really good communication or just manners being polite I feel like the bar for men in my opinion and also in my experience is very low <laughs> Um, there have been men in my life that I've dated and there's things about them that work and a lot of things that need a lot of work. Um, so with that being said, um, dating the male species is difficult. It is so incredibly difficult. Um. And I feel like a lot of women can relate to me on this. And I don't want to come here and like be like shit talking men. That's not the point of this. I'm just here to share my experience. And I don't know. So don't come for me. I'm just. I'm human. Okay. Um, trying to date in a small town is near to next impossible. It, like, I can't. I cannot date in a small town, um, which is maybe a blessing in disguise. I don't know. Um, and at this specific point in my life, I don't really know what I'm looking for. I really don't. Um, I think it's 
relationships are so incredibly complicated. They're so incredibly complicated. And um, yeah, I feel like if you don't really know what you want, then that's a sign. That's a sign that you don't need to get involved with somebody if you don't know what you want. Um, I feel like my experience dating is incredibly non-traditional because I don't be going out on dates all that often. I have maybe had like four boyfriends in my entire life. And honestly, I have a very bad habit of being like, mm, actually, I don't count the first two. <laughs> um, they probably do count and I should count them. But my little brain is like, no, dude, no, no. Um, dating, like, let alone in a small town, just in general, I think, in today's society, can be incredibly challenging. Like, either you got it good and you locked in your partner for life, and that's great, I congratulate you, or you're, like, fishing for one. And all you keep catching are crawdads, you know? Um, I think for me personally, like I really didn't like have a concept in my mind of like what my ideal partner would look like or feel like until just recently and i feel like you kind of got to get your heart broken you kind of got to get your heart stomped on and be treated like dog shit <laughs> in order to realize what you really deserve um which kind of sucks, right? Kind of sucks. Um, but I think with like a lot of self-reflection and recognizing like what you bring to the table and how a partner feeds that and how a partner contributes to your life and how a partner can help elevate your life is maybe like the first step i don't know like don't don't take what i say like to be the all-knowing truth because i'm just 21 i'm just figuring it out baby i'm just here for the ride i have no idea my opinions can change at any given point so take this with a grain of salt but a partner cannot fix things within you that you are lacking demons that you're needing to face right um and it's unfair to want a partner to do that at least that's how i personally feel because like in my reflection of my past relationships recognizing that oh maybe i unconsciously wanted them to make all my problems go away and make my life completely better. And I just 
put a lot of expectation into people. So don't look at things through rose-colored glasses. Look at things for what they actually are. Tip numero uno is going to be if somebody says something, like let's say your partner is like, oh yeah, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to make you breakfast and I'm going to plan a day and we're going to do this X, Y, and Z and they don't follow through on it, let that be the first and last time that that ever happens to you. What I've discovered within dating is if you say what you mean, mean what you say. Don't say something and then not follow through on it. Um, I'm very big on that. I am incredibly big on people's integrity, you know. Um, Now, it's a different story. If something comes up that's, you know, important or whatever the case is, um, but I feel like you'll know. You'll know. Um, Yeah, just don't let somebody treat you like an option. There is nothing more that I dislike than being treated as an option. Because I know what I bring to the table. I think these past few months, I've been having to really sit and reflect. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not by any means that... (laughs) you know, confident um, in what I bring to the table. Like, I I have a little bit of knowledge. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of great. But um, I'm not firm on that. I'm not firm on that. And I need to get firm on that. Um, And so do you. So do you. Um, So, yeah, really sit and reflect And think about all the good things that you bring to other people's lives. Um, And you deserve to have that same energy reciprocated to you. Like, this day and age, you guys, I sound old. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I don't know. But I think that a lot of people are looking for connection. We're all looking for connection. But I think where the lines get blurry is that people are looking for connection within sex and sex only. Like, it's so backwards to me that it's, like, sex is so vulnerable, right? But it's so easy to do that and have some sort of false connection than it is to actually really emotionally connect with somebody before you connect with somebody physically. Now, in my experience, it's taken me year, like years to get to this point, right? I very much grew up with like that mentality of like casual sex and hookups and not to say that there's like if that floats your boat, that floats your boat. Different strokes for different folks. But for me personally, and I feel like for a lot of people, I don't know. I just, I can't do it. I cannot do it. It's just, it's not fulfilling 
and I like being connected to people. I, you know, it's hard, I think, for anybody to be very vulnerable emotionally with somebody. But isn't that the point of connecting, to share vulnerabilities and to work through them together and to inspire one another and to dance with each other's demons? Because if you're like, what's the other thing? If you're afraid of all the dark parts of yourself, how are you going to learn to accept the dark parts of a partner? Um, and what I mean by dark part is I don't know. Maybe insecurities or triggers, whatever the case is. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I think it's okay to not know what you want. As long as you are not putting somebody else's feelings on the line. Like, it's okay to explore and try and fail and try again. But if somebody's feelings are on the line, you can't do that to somebody. You can't. It's, to me, not morally just right in any kind of way. Um, just to string somebody along, I think, is really cruel. And that could not be the intention. You know, it could just be you having a hard time speaking up and saying, hey, I don't really think I'm interested in taking this a step further. I'm actually not looking for the same things as you are because I feel like that's you're being vulnerable by being vocal and setting a boundary or telling somebody the truth is hard because you don't know what you'll be met with. You don't know if you'll be met with resentment or whatever. You know, I feel like not having that certainty of what the other person is, how they're, what they're going to say, how they're going to act. That's always hard. Um, but practicing open communication is incredibly healthy, even though it can be challenging. What else are you going to do, you know? Um, but yeah, I myself am learning to be more vocal about what I want, you know? Um, especially because it's, like, it's scary not knowing what somebody else's intentions are and being able to stand firm in who you are and what you want, I think is really important. Like, just recently, I had to tell somebody like, hey, 
I don't know like what your intentions are, but these are what my intentions are. And I'm not looking to like casually hook up, yada, yada, yada. What are you looking for? And that was hard. Like it was, it was a little nerve wracking um, because immediately I'm like, oh my God, are they even like still going to be interested in me if I don't want to hook up with them right away? Like what if this is all that they were looking for? It was incredibly nerve wracking um, to have to do that. But I think the more you do it and the more you get practice at doing things like that, it's, I, I don't know, it's uncomfortable, but it helps you, I think. Um, and I really appreciate people that are just completely transparent and honest. I don't like people that kind of beat around the bush and just say whatever they think is right in order to appeal to you. Um, yeah, just being completely open and honest. Like, girl, the worst thing that's going to happen is no. And what are you going to do? Move on, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, but yeah, going back to dating in a small town, like, who the fuck am I going to date? <laughs> I can't date anybody. Um, which is fine. Like, I'm not terribly upset about it, really, at all. Um, I really like my solitude. And I've talked about this a couple times on um, my podcasts. I think your 20s are important to be alone. Not forever, but at least for a little while. That way, and but it's also important. It's it's important to have a balance. You know, you're not going to be able to know what you are looking for in a partner if you don't at least try. So, to all my heartbroken girlies going through this Venus retrograde, girl, you're going to be fine. I promise you, you're going to be a okay. But you have to try again, um, and it might not work, but. As long as you're trying, then that's great. Um, but yeah, I recently, I don't like dating apps, you guys. Like, here's the tea. I don't like dating apps. I don't. I don't find them to be authentic. I know some people have found their forever life partner on dating apps. But I can't imagine me personally meeting the love of my life on a dating app. I just can't. I'm a romantic at heart and I'm delusional and I will be damned. I will be damned. <laughs> I don't want to complain. If that's God's plan for me, then that's God's plan. But I just feel like, I don't know. There's like that, there's not like that first initial like spark, that aha, that oh. You know, it's just not like fairy tale to me. And I am very much a fail, fairy tale bitch i love it so if i don't meet like my the love of my life is literally going to accidentally pour coffee on me and ruin my outfit and i'm going to be upset but then we're going to bond over that right so like you know i'm delusional and i will never not be so but anyways 
just to try, I got back on Hinge and I think it's so funny because dudes will be three hours away from me trying to be like, oh, will you come and see me? Sir, excuse me, what? You want me to come and see you? This is like the very first time that we are interacting at all. And that's what you're, no. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves about being on dating apps is that the majority of the time, the majority of the time, and I can't blame them, right? I can't. I can't blame them. But you know what I will tell you? It would blow me out of the water if one of these motherfuckers was like, I'll come and see you. Actually, I have had that happen and it scares me. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck I want. I should not be allowed to be giving advice right now. Actually, I'm not giving advice. I'm just talking. Don't take any of my advice. Just don't. Okay. Because then you can't come back and blame me for anything. But I have had that happen where guys will offer to come and see me. And I'm like, ah, no. Um, maybe I'm afraid of commitment. Maybe this is a deeper conversation that I need to have with my therapist. I don't think I've ever thought about that. Maybe I'm afraid of commitment. Ugh. Maybe I just like attention. It's honestly, it's important to ask yourself these questions, though. Like, I, it's not out of pocket for me to be doing this. It's not like if you're not asking yourself these questions that you're so inclined to ask other people, then there's there's a disconnect there. Um, I think I can say for certain right now. I am wanting something very incredibly low maintenance. The thing is, the thing is, you guys, I am kind of a, I don't want to say a firm believer, but I feel like if you're friends with somebody and then you start dating them, that's so much easier than just dating a stranger, you know? Like, at least you're friends with somebody and then you start dating because you actually know that person. And I don't know. That's my take on that. I feel like that transition is a lot easier and it makes way more sense because I feel like when you start dating somebody without being friends with them, there's literally nothing there other than just mutual attraction and maybe some sexual tension, some sexual energy. That's literally it. There's not a friendship. There's not a bond other than all of this other shit, which is fine, which is fine. But I feel like really meaningful and healthy relationships really start off as friends. Or there's that element of being friends with them and just liking them as a person. If you don't like the person that you're dating, <laughs> that's concerning. 
I don't know how often people actually date people that they don't actually really like. But, yeah, I feel like, honestly, the lesson out of all of this, because I'm trying to keep it short and simple, is don't waste other people's time. Don't lead other people on. Be clear and honest. Ask yourself questions that you're so willing to ask others. And don't be afraid of being alone. It's okay for you to be alone. We, I like to think we spend a large majority of our lives a little bit alone. And if you don't like the person that you are when you're alone by yourself, ooh, baby, you're going to be searching for somebody to fill that void inside of you. All right? So that's my take on that. Um, and if you're looking for connection and you're looking for connection and, and, or, and or love in all the wrong places, Take a step back and think about that for a minute. Just think about it. Just think about it. You don't have to take anything of what I say to heart. Um, like I said, I'm just a 21-year-old girl. I'm just figuring it out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, most importantly, love yourself. I know there's that like cliche that's like, oh, well, if you, what does RuPaul say? Take the wise words of RuPaul. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? And I remember, okay, when I was like 13 on Tumblr and there was that thing going around saying that RuPaul's famous words and people were like, oh, well, you can love somebody without loving yourself and don't let them fool you into thinking that you can't love somebody if, because you have to, you know? But it's true. It's incredibly true. I used to think that way when I was younger. I was like, I can still love somebody even if I hate myself. Oh, girl, that was a rude awakening for me. That was a rude awakening. And thank God for RuPaul because it's true. It is the cold, hard truth. You just can't. You can't because you are going to be wanting them to fix every little part of you and fulfill something within you that only you have the capacity to do. So that's my spiel. That's my spiel. It was a very short spiel on dating and sex. And so, yeah, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. But as always, live, laugh, love. I love you and take care.